Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, Dr. Tavara Johnson, and I'm so excited for today's show. Today, I have an incredible guest speaker who is making an impact and birthing out her dreams, and she will be sharing some of her journey on how she has emerged from her place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influence that God has given to her. I have Joyce Adams here with me this evening, and indeed, it is a pleasure to have her here with me. Welcome, welcome, Joyce, and how are you doing? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am doing awesome. I am doing awesome. What about yourself today? I am wonderful. I'm doing great today. It's a sunny day here in the Bahamas, of course, and so I'm just doing great. I had a wonderful day today. Amen, amen. Yeah, the sun is, is beaming out here, too, so I'm grateful. Out in the Virginia world, I wish I was in the Bahamas one day. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but it's, it's, been a, it's been a good day. It's been a good day. And I'm just so honored, first of all, to be here with you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for the for accepting, um, and, and indeed it's a pleasure to have you here, just to, you know, hear what you have to say, to share some of your heart with those listening, um, you know, to be able to help to uplift them and encourage them, because indeed you have an awesome and powerful testimony and story, and I can't wait for them to hear some of it. So Glory I to God, because I'm like, yeah. woo! <laughs> well, you know, it's always for someone else, no matter what we go through, is always for someone else and not for us. So um, I think that's one of the things we can find um, gratification in, so to speak, that God would see it fit that he would even give us a story or a testimony to be able to help deliver someone else. Yes, I totally agree, because I tell people all the time, I'm not here for me, because if I was, I probably would be under the bed. (laughs) Of course, most definitely. You know, so I know uh, a little bit of who you are and some of the amazing things that you are doing to make an impact, but I want you to tell the listening audience a bit of who you are and what it is that you do. So my name is Joyce Adams, and I am the coach for Joy Uniqueness Empowerment. Um, I'm pretty much here to help ladies and teenagers to unleash into their uniqueness so that, that that way they can get out of their own way. Um, you know, the past does not belong to them, and the past does not make them who they are. And so I'm here to help the people to just understand that it's okay for them to be themselves, no matter what any anything or anybody has said about them. It's time for them to show up, because a lot of times we're so frustrated, right, that we can't do our calling is because we're holding on to that baggage. And so that's pretty much who I am. I'm, I'm Joyce, you know, um, just that, that one, I'm a true pusher. If you come to me, I'm going to push you. <laughs> hey, man, that's what we need more of, you know. We need more pushers to be able to help push people into that destiny of what God is calling. And, and that's amazing that you have uh, decided to take in on the mandate or assignment uh, that God would have given to you. 
Now, I know that you are an author, and I want you to share a little bit about your upcoming book titled Out of My Pain, The Birth of Joy, Uniqueness. You know, because in reading uh, the title of that book, many would ask, how could one experience joy out of pain, especially when it's difficult or hard to see a clear pathway? Oh, my. So this book, it opened up a whole lot of wounds that I thought I really let go, like dealing with um, abortions. That was a big piece. Um, It was the abortions and dealing with a lot of men. So I held on to a whole lot of guilt, a whole lot of shame. And so and it was like that was a lot of my problem where I was stuck at, but I didn't realize it then. And so as I'm writing this book and God had me to go in tapping about the abortion, and I'm like yelling at God in this book, um, pretty much saying as I'm going through it, I'm yelling at God, um, why did I do this? How could you allow this to happen to me? And God said, you got to go through what you needed to go through. And so he gives us choices. You made the choice to lay down, and you made the choice to have that abortion. But I forgive you. So, daughter, you don't have to hold on to it because I repented. But the only thing that kept replaying in my head was I murdered my baby. I murdered my baby. I murdered my baby. And so going through this, God, he had to deal with me. He said, as I told you, I wash away all your sins. You are the one that's still holding on to it. So it's time for you to release it. And once I really screamed it out and released it, saying, okay, God, you said it's not holding me back, I released it, and I can feel the weight lifting up off of me. And so a lot of times when we gain weight and then that supernatural weight come off, so for me, I gain weight when I'm under stress. And so I understand because my eating habits don't change. But when I release that stress above me, it was only by the grace of God because he, I knew he forgave me and I could feel his love. And it was like I fell in love with God because he had already been loving on me. But at that moment in time, I couldn't accept it because of the guilt and that shame of knowing what I have done. But because we have a forgiving God. It's okay. You just repent. Don't repeat that cycle. And so I can say that because I was that one who was repeating it because of my own actions, looking for love. But it was like, why aren't you protecting yourself, right? And so and so I praise God that he kept me from diseases. He kept me from AIDS. He kept me from everything. And so, but I, I understand it was all a part of my story that I needed to go through because of the choices that I made. God said in Romans 8:28, he made all things work together for our good. I didn't understand that then, but Lord knows I started understanding that <laughs> real quick once I really released from myself that hardness of that heart, the anger. Just I was mad at the world, but I was hiding behind a man. And so um, just throughout this, this whole book and the journey, just releasing that shame and the guilt uh, from dealing with my baby fathers, the, you know, all the type of men that I chose, because every man that I was with, God didn't choose them, I did. And so to be able to release that and understand 
uh, that process of everything that I was going through helped me to become the joy uniqueness. And that pain, it was just like, it does go away, but you got to release it. So that's the beauty of knowing that I can help another person to let them know, guess what? I've been through it. I've been through so much more. But at the at, but God is going to send those who I need to, you know, get in, get in contact with at, at that assignment, you know, to let them know, guess what? You can get through this. Um, it's just a beautiful thing. But you got to go through that crushes. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. You got to go through the crushes. And it's just beauty on the other side because I'm just smiling now. <laughs> Yay, you know, it's amazing that you, um, or that I should say that God would actually give you a mandate or an assignment to help you to pretty much release that very pain that would have been inflicted by the choices that you would have made. Um, you know, he actually, you know, he, he would have birthed in you to write this book. And so that's the very thing that he would have used to help to release all of what you you know, you were holding, and like you spoke, like you spoke about the guilt, um, and the shame, you know, and the fact that, which I believe is so important for many to know that, you know, God would have forgiven us a, a long time ago, but in many yeah. instances, a lot of us, we don't extend that same grace to ourselves that God would have extended to us, you know, in terms of forgiving you know, pretty much forgiven us. You know, a lot of people, they're, they're so angry with themselves. I mean, it comes off as if, you know, you, you, you mentioned in terms of being like you were angry with the world, but in actuality, in actuality you were really angry with yourself. You know, yep, so that's I'm it. Happy mm-hmm. to hear, mm-hmm, so I'm happy to hear that, you know, you would have let go of the, you know, I, I know we call it, a night, I know now we call it a lot of dysfunction, so to speak. So I'm glad you would have. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're able to to assist others, um, and so I just want to uh, kind of piggyback off of that too. In terms of the dysfunction, it's 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 a good thing that you decided to let it go because I know there are so many people, and you probably might have even experienced this in some of your coaching. In terms of people of dysfunction, and sometimes you're giving them solutions to their dysfunction, and they just want to hold on to the dysfunction, and um, it's just. It's just amazing, but I, nevertheless, I thank God that he would have um, used it as a tool or avenue to be able to set you free, you know, because that's just the good God that he is to us. I know you yes, also... Yes, I, I totally agree. Yes, one of the things I know you, you mentioned about, too, briefly was repeated cycles. Uh, so my question to you would be, you know, how does one deal with the trauma um, I know for you, you would have also experienced some rejection, you know, so how does one deal with the trauma um, of rejection or even some of the guilt and the shame to, you know, not to repeat those same cycles, especially when you talk about having children, you know, those who either desire to have children or those who have children, that you don't repeat that same cycle with the ch- with with your children, especially, like I said, the rejection for you uh, that you would have experienced. How, how do you how do you deal with that? So for me, because I held on it for so long, and so um, the point is, I was in denial. I didn't um, admit that I was feeling rejected. I didn't admit it was like it was numb to me that I had had these abortions, 
um, when I came to, I came to a road to where I was just so tired, and I didn't understand why I was so tired, why I was so, um, why I was so angry, and it just came to a place to where I had something had to happen to really for me to seek, seek God, and so in this uh, process where something happened to where I had to seek God. And when I say something happened, God took a very, um, a great friend of mine, and he took him away. And so that was an eye-opener for me. And so even during that time, I was still, it was still a crushing. But during that tragedy, God delivered me to where I had to just surrender all to him, like, God, I need you to show me, tell me. I need to know what's going on within inside me because a lot of times we don't know because of all the, the stuff that we press down. So a lot of people will be like, oh, my goodness, you're going out of your mind. You're going crazy. No, I just need to seek God so that he can show me what's in my belly that needs to come up. And so when I began to admit the fact that I felt rejected, I was still going through, you know, some rejection feelings, the abandonment, and that I can admit the wrong that I had done. And so once I admitted it and owned up to it, I was able to press for it because I wanted nothing but to be happy. I wanted to be God happy. I didn't want to, because I used to look for man to make me happy. But no, I needed God's love because once I had God love, no matter who left me, there's not going to be a sign of rejection anymore. It's guess what? It wasn't meant to be. That person needed to be there for that, that season or for that reason. And I'll understand that it wasn't me. I, I can't take it personally. So yeah. once I truly, truly admitted it, I was able to deal with rejection. So did rejection, did, did that feeling go away just like that? No, ma'am. I had to keep pressing. Every time that feeling came up, I had to recognize it and be like, this is not mine. This is not the situation. This is not what's taking place. And so the I would have to say just own up to it, and um, the word I'm looking for is know your emotions so that way you can put your emotions in line. So once we know our emotions, we know how to deal with them. We know how to, you know, inhale and exhale, breathe, understand, don't take it personally. Wow. That's important, um, especially when you spoke about being in denial. Mm-hmm. I think, the you know, the first step to being healed is admitting that, hey, I have a problem, or, you know, I'm, or this is an issue that I'm dealing with. A lot of times we like to mask it. One of the things I always say is that no matter how, how much we try to mask uh, the dysfunction, we still know deep down inside, deep down inside we know that it's there. We know that it's, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of, you know, being honest with ourselves and being honest with God so he's able to help us heal, really, from exactly what it is that we are dealing with. And um, when you talked about being happy with God, I think that's important, and I think that's a beautiful place to be at um, because, you know, when you, when you allow God to make you happy, people can no longer dictate even your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people, like you say, you 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 know, you, like you would have alluded to, not to take it personal, but a lot of people do take it personal whenever people decide to leave or even, you know, they look at it as rejection. But in most cases, actually, God's protection. You know, and because yeah. at the end of the day, He knows.
knows the heart of, of every man, um, you know, whether it's male or female, and he knows, you know, wherever he's taking you, whether or not the persons that are present or or we think should be present would have the ability or the capacity to be able to stand with us and carry us, and that's not necessarily the case, and, you know, sometimes. And so I believe that is very important, uh, which you would have mentioned. So my other question to you now is, you know, how or when did you walk into your purpose to be able to help others through joy, uniqueness, empowerment, coaching business? So I actually started developing the foundation at the end of 2016, and God has just literally been birthing me through that process. But I really launched out there. You're not going to believe it, but it's the beginning of this year. This year that I really launched out, and you would think I've been doing it forever. Well, pretty much I have been doing it all my life because uh, when I look back, I was like, I was empowering people, you know, uplifting them since high school or even before then, and just to know that it all came together, um, the things that he had placed on my heart as a kid, I'm now being able to burst through it because of the wonderful people that he placed in my life. I had got a word in January, and uh, she began to speak everything that I had been writing down in December as far as, you know, owning my own business, being able to um, help other women and children, just doing different programs, and all of a sudden it seemed like it just happened just like that. You know, I got – I never always said I didn't want no coach, but um, God said, you can't do this by yourself. And then I had started looking at mentors, and I was like, man, I've been missing this all this time. And so he sent me two amazing coaches, and um, and I just have to shout their names out. One is uh, Dr. Veronica Walters and Dr. Kishma George. Uh, these two women really pushed me out of my own way, my midwives. And um, I'm like, my God. And, you know, just to see the process of everything that's unfolding, being able to have that accountability, to being able to have that person um, speak what you're trying to speak because of the, the calling that is upon their life. Uh, you know, Holy Spirit just let them know, bang, bang, bang. I was like, how did you know this? How did you know that? It's on paper, but I just couldn't express it. So when I got to that point to where I was able to, you know, to do it, I just pushed through it. I mean, I was able to book out, um, birth out this book, the workbooks that I have. Um, it's just so much more that God is doing. And I'm just like, my mouth drops every time I think about it. And as soon as I wrote that last piece of the book, saying all the compliments, compl- accomplishments that I made just within this one, this one year, 2020. So, I don't look at 2020 as everybody else see it. I look at it for myself as my birthing period, my time to where that I can get out of my way and not always running, 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 even though I still had to go to work, but my job became uh, isolated to where it was just pretty much me in one area, and I could do so much um, with God in that space. And I'm like, wow, God. And um, God is just, he's just so amazing. He's just so amazing. 
and it's, it's just, this is just the beginning. Literally, yeah. this is just the beginning. The wow. beginning. Mm. That, that is awesome. You know, even though you talked about it being from 2016, you know, sometimes God has to, he, he, he gives us all of that uh, foundation. Now it's time for you to work on the foundation. You know, so it's always mm-hmm. like you were in a you were in an incubator or just an oven, like you know, just there baking and baking and baking until the appointed time. You know, sometimes when we talk about mentors or midwives, we think that we're missing stuff. Like you know, like you said, maybe why didn't this happen a long time ago? But obviously, everything has to do with God's timing, His perfect timing. Yeah. And so now, yeah, that I totally able, agree. Yeah. So now that you're able to. I mean, you, you're pretty much able to just launch out into the deep, and I think that's a really, really beautiful thing, really beautiful thing. What will you say your biggest accomplishment is and why? I'm going to have to say writing this book because I didn't see myself as an author. Um, I, I see myself, you know, um, a motivated speaker, but never imagined writing a book, um, also even uh, breathing out workbooks. So it's like the creativity that God has placed in me that I'm able to put on paper, I'm like, this is only, only, <laughs> I'm going to say it again, only God that is um, bringing out the stuff that was, um, that was hiding, that was hiding because I didn't realize how creative I was. And so to be able to birth out this book and then birth out birth out the um, the workbooks with the designs that are, that is upon them, that is my greatest accomplishment. And um, can I? It's one more. I I had stopped going to high school and I went back in 2018 and I graduated in 2019 and I got my high school diploma and. That was the first year that they allowed the adults to wear cap and gowns because that was one of my desires to be able to walk across that stage with that cap and gown. So 2019 was the first year that they allowed adults in my area to walk across the stage. So though you're for one, but I gave you three. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, and so it shows to those that are listening, especially when you talk about graduating in 2019, that, you know, it's never too late to fulfill whatever dreams that you think that, um, you know, that might have passed you by. But, of course, you have to be willing to do the work. You know, you yes. have to, be, you have to yes. be driven to want to go back to that place and actually do the work. And so I would say to you congratulations on that, um, even as it relates to your book on the workbooks that you are putting out or producing to be able to make an impact in the lives of so many. Um, you know, like I said, I would say to you congratulations. And, of course, also I know God is going to birth many more books on the inside of you, and this is really just the beginning. Um, you, you haven't even touched yes. the iceberg yet. And so... I know God is going to continue to use you mightily. And, um, you know, for those who may be listening that may feel, you know, stuck or stagnated, you know, and they're unable to move forward due to their pain, adversity, or disappointment, or failure that they would have experienced, what advice would you give to them to be able to move forward? They really just have to take that first action, take that first step. 
it only takes one step. A lot of people want to um, dive all the way in, right? So that's why they go back into that, that corner. So that was me. I wanted to jump, dive in, oh, this is not happening the way that I wanted to. But no, take one step and just work towards it. And when they begin to see their progress, and, and another thing, they have to get um, somebody who's going to be there for them to push them because we're not, we, we are not built to be here alone. God has given us sisters and brothers who will truly, truly, truly help you to encourage you to push you out of your own way, to get you from being stuck. You get your accountability partner, and you tell your accountability partner the truth. I'm having a hard time doing this, and I need you to push me and be acceptable when that coach or your best friend who ever comes to you and be like, come on, let's do this. Don't take it, don't take it the wrong way. They're just trying to push you. They're just pulling on you. But you've got to be open to it. But you've got to take that first action because if you don't take that first step, that first action, you're going to continue to be, you're going to continue to be stuck. Just believe in yourself that it can be done because I'm a living witness. As I took that first step, man, did I want to go back and crawl in my corner? Yes, but I took a little step each, each day, each day, and then it was like all of a sudden, oh, I can finish this up. And so it's just a blessing when you begin to see the, pro, the, you know, the progress and don't do it alone because the enemy wants us to be stuck and feel like we all by ourselves. Only time you need to be by yourself if you hear God saying go into isolation because I need you and I time. Yeah. Yeah. And that is important. Um, you know, like you said, the enemy always trying to make us feel like we're alone in this process. And I always tell people if you talk to enough people and they're transparent or open or honest about their testimony or some of the things that they will that they would have went through, you'll know that you're not alone in whatever it is that um, you know, you might have dealt with. I mean, at some point in our lives, everybody <laughs> would have dealt with failure or disappointment or anger or, you know, frustration. Uh, but, you know, when I refer to anger, I mean, and probably, you know, even being angry with God. I mean, we've all went through that, you know. But like you say, um, you have to be willing to take that first step and, of course, find someone who you can be accountable to. And if you're struggling, just be honest and say, hey, I'm struggling. You know, I, I need yeah. help. You know, again, that goes back to coming out of uh, denial. You know, there's no, there's no need to be embarrassed or ashamed to say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with, um, you know, where to be committing to a project, whatever it is. You know, I, I would say, that, you know, just like I said, just be honest about, about where you're at. A lot of people aren't honest about where they're at. Now, yeah, and it's, it is so trying to be honest because nobody is going to judge you. You know, even if they even if they do, guess what? That's on them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you just be who God called you to be. That uniqueness. Judge me all day long. <laughs> yeah, uniqueness. Now, I, of course, you would have experienced not just only failures, but of course, um, success. And so, my question to you is: What would you say is your Secret. I mean, we all have at some point some secret to success. So, what would you say is your secret to success? Uh, so, my secret uh, to success, I would have to say, um, 
me getting out of my own way. <laughs> um, that that for me makes me successful because of where I come from, of um, hiding behind that bush or under that bed. So success for me is knowing and trusting and having that hope and that faith in God that everything that he has placed in me and for me to get out of my way and do that will make me success. That's, you know, that's my secret of success, To because the things that he's calling me forth to do is not for me. It's for his people. So when I can get a phone call or even if I get a, um, a letter saying, thank you because you helped me, thank you because you helped me to come out this closet, thank you, you helped me to walk in this room to be my true self. I didn't have to hide. I didn't have to be ashamed. Thank you for helping me to finish my book. So that is the true success for me is getting out of my way and knowing that I am impacting somebody else's life. Amen. Now, Joyce, you would have shared some powerful nuggets and words words of wisdom to those that are listening. And so my question is, what, what do you have any final advice for those that are listening? And despite of all what you would have shared, still they're still struggling or they're still having a hard time to say, how do I get out my own way? You know, what what final advice do you have for them? So the way I would suggest for them to get out of their own way is for them to look in the mirror. Take take two minutes, look in that mirror, look deep in that mirror, and ask themselves, do they want more? Do I really want more or do I want to stay here in this situation? Do I want to stay sad? Do I want to stay angry? Look at the fact that you may want to leave a legacy for your children and your children's children. Understand, look in that mirror and see the greater that is in you. Because a lot of times when we stuck that way, we can't see. But that one day I looked in that mirror, I seen beyond the surface of the beauty, I seen what God was seeing that I am chosen, that I am smart, that I am wisdom, and I'm not what everybody called me. So that was the best thing that I did was to look in that mirror, look deep down in that mirror until I began to see what God has called me forth to do. And so I'm, I suggest that many who are stuck look in that mirror and see who God is calling you to be and who he say you are in him. Amen, amen. So, Joyce, you know, thank you for joining me tonight uh, to empower and motivate the listening audience with your transparency. Again, like I said, like I said, you shared some powerful nuggets. You spoke about getting out of your own way, having hope and trust in God, being able to release the guilt and shame, you know, um, taking the first step, striving to be happy in God and not allowing people to dictate your happiness. Asking yourself, do I want more? You know, and being able to look in the mirror for the greater in you. And so thank you so much. Um, Can you let those listening know how they can get in contact with you for any upcoming events or programs that you may have? Yes, I am on a social media platform, Facebook. They can reach me at Joyce Adams, or they can um, reach me on my website, at www.coachjoyuniqueness.com. Hey, thank you. 
And so, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's amazing show with my special guest, Joyce Adams. Be sure to join me every Tuesday for another episode of Emergence Radio Talk, where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Once again, I'm your host, Dr. Tavara Johnson, and be sure to connect and stay connected with me on my Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter under Tavara Johnson, or visit my website at www.tavarajohnson.com. Blessings, and have a wonderful night. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.